Welcome to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. Got a couple of special guests in the studio today. A um, couple of legends of the game, Tennessee Tech football. They they were here, and they're back now. So got Bruce Hatfield, a former linebacker here at Tennessee Tech, and then Burt Brown, former quarter, quarterback here at Tennessee Tech. Welcome back to the show, guys. Hey, Sammy, thanks for having us. Appreciate yeah, it's it. It's always good to be with my receiver, number seven. <laughs> So we got a we got an offensive guy and a defensive guy here. They're they're both actually back at Tennessee Tech as uh, coaches. Linebacker coach Bruce Hatfield, and of course uh, tight ends coach and uh, recruiting coordinator Burt Brown back at Tennessee Tech. So let's let's jump into with you, Burt Brown. You're recruiting coordinator yeah. now, and you got a new freshman class that you guys just got in to the Tennessee Tech about June 27th. You had to older guys back in and june 6th no, number one the games changed i oh, remember when man. we were playing we didn't come till about uh, uh you know yeah. early august and, right. and these kids have been here right. uh, mostly I mean, all yeah, summer because when we were here you know you, yeah you could come to summer school but there was no you know you lifted they'd have the weight room open but now everything is so you get so many hours a week with them and uh so it, it's uh I, I mean, there's good and bad to that, I guess, you know. Uh, uh, I know Mike Ledford, who was my quarterback coach here, we were talking the other day. He goes, I remember when I was playing, they just give you a workout <laughs> thing for the summer and that they'd see you in August. <laughs> well, I know? think when we were playing, that's kind of yeah, that's I mean, kind that, of what old Jack Williamson gave yeah. us a workout book and we were kind of on our own. We could right. we could work out with him. Right. You know, yeah, he was in the weight room. We'd here, go out yeah. and throw, though, yeah. in the afternoon and, and we'd see Coach Led and Coach Brown. They'd be up at the fence. You know, yeah. looking through, they wouldn't be yelling out any structure or anything. But yeah, since, uh, yeah but now you guys it. are down there with them. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, this time of year, which is yeah. wow, that's that's yeah. uh, a lot different. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, you know, it's exciting. The freshmen coming in, we've had two real good classes back to back with our freshman class and uh, with uh, well, freshman and sophomore. Now we had a lot of those guys from last year redshirted and. Uh, and so we're excited about uh, some of the guy. Well, all of them that came in. We really felt like it was a it was a great class. We got some, you know, the transfer portal has changed everything, uh, and it's changed everything for um, FCS football because now people are going out and getting grown men from colleges. So. It's a trickle-down effect. You know, the SEC might go out and get a guy that's transferred from USC, and then they might, you know, not sign a guy they were going to sign in a lower-level school, get that guy, and then it just trickles down. And then all of a sudden, uh, we're getting some high school kids that, because of this, you, you know, we probably wouldn't have gotten uh, if, if it wasn't for the transfer portal because I've talked to a bunch of high school coaches on the, when I was out you know, recruiting season, and I think Bruce will say the same, that you know they're not getting as many coaches through as they used to because of, you know, I think two years ago Western Kentucky didn't sign a high school kid. Western Kentucky got all transfer portal guys, so that's hurt them. Well, I've heard a lot of coaches, you know, just on this show that have, have come in here both on the high school side where they see the op, the other end of yeah. that, and then you guys and, and some other college coaches, that, uh, whether it be basketball or baseball or yeah. uh, some of the other guys that have come in here and said the same thing, that uh, 
it, it's really changed the game. Yeah. Uh, the portal was something I was going to bring up anyway, and you you already have. And there's good and bad to that, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and you look at some of the bigger schools, and you mentioned SEC, best football anywhere uh, in the country. You know that they've been able to do some of those things, and and that takes up a spot. Mm-hmm. That would normally be a, a high school kid that had signed, and and you're right, Bert. I, I had another coach in here that talked about uh, of the 22 positions I guess they had for scholarships. Uh, one of the schools that they were talking about had uh, 20 kids that were transfer mm-hmm. portal kids. Mm-hmm. So that's 20 kids that normally would be a high school scholarship mm-hmm. that was not coming from high school anymore. Yeah. So it, it really has changed the game. Bruce, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I, I think it has. I agree with what both you guys are saying. But when we got out in the, in the spring and, and Bert's got uh, – a little different area than what I've got. I've got mostly or all of Tennessee, Middle Tennessee, and I go west. And I can't tell you how excited those high school coaches were to see us uh, come visit. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was kind of shocking just a little bit. I'd known that, you know, it had been COVID and we weren't able to go out for the longest time. But it was really a lot of fun uh, to reconnect with all of our high school coaches um, and going out and seeing spring practices and all that kind of thing. But uh, – you know, speaking specifically to the transfer portal, you know, it, it's a situation now where it affects high school players, but it also affects us in that we can go out and we can get immediate help mm-hmm. for our football team. Now, I think Bart would agree, and, and everybody knows Coach Alexander, we're, we're pretty particular in who we, we look at and we make sure we do our, our research on everybody, but we feel like we've gotten better uh, from the transfer portal, and we've only got a couple guys in which we did that. But we had a lot of fun uh, spring recruiting, and, and that was great. And then we transitioned into our summer, and summer has been awesome for us. Mm-hmm. We, we've had a, a good summer so far, and we've got more work to do. But we started out with our returning guys, um, and I think they enjoyed coming back as early as what they did. But it, it kind of went, and I think Bert would agree, it went to another level when we got our entire football team. Mm-hmm. June yeah. 27th, that week, it was fun now. And you could tell there was something different about our football team then. Well, and that's what you want, especially this time of year. And, you know, one more thing about the portal, it gave you the opportunity, one of the guys that I'll mention that you were able to go and get is a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I'll, I'll let you introduce him and tell his name and all that. And, uh, along with the new offensive coordinator who had coached this quarterback previously, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and you talked about the attitude coming out on, you know, I think it was June twenty, June sixth, no, June twenty seventh, when all the guys got together, you know, that I, I kind of been hearing that from other people, you know, mm-hmm. that that's really cool for me being as in tune and involved with you guys, you guys being my friends and and hearing you talk all the time, but hearing that from other people around the community that mm-hmm. had visited practice. You know, I'd been there to see this excitement. You know, mm-hmm. I was there in, in spring practice, and, and you know, I, I won't say it was a perfect condition. The weather, the weather didn't oh, cooperate yeah. a whole lot during spring practice, but you guys got a lot of work done. And on the offensive side of football, Bert, you're talking about a situation where it's a new offense, you know, new plays, new, new mm-hmm. calls, new uh, verbiage, if you will. So to hear that from you, Bruce, and that excitement that's already out there early, you know, having them in that early and all through the month of June and now into July has to be beneficial for you guys. It is. I mean, it's, you know, especially when you get, uh, when you're dealing with young kids and then you're dealing with guys from the transfer portal, they get the spring, they came in, you know, a lot of those guys came in in January from the portal. Uh, I think we had five, maybe, maybe six and, Jeremiah Oswald, uh, the quarterback you're talking about, he was freshman of the year, I guess, in the OBC at Austin P. And then 
ended up transferring. They've had they had a couple of coaching changes, and he transferred to Memphis and uh, graduated. And he's come back to us for for this uh, you know graduate year. So uh, a leader, a great kid. Everybody really respects him. I mean, he's a, a great player. He's a great athlete. You know, he was uh, uh, he's one of those guys. I mean, he he had several basketball scholarship offers. Uh, and so when you talk about great athletes, I mean, right there, I mean, you just that, that just doesn't happen. You know, you're not getting two, you know, two, he's a two sport division one guy. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and he's a leader and he's, he's just, uh, it's, it's, it's different, you know, and like, like Bruce said, it, the kids are excited. I think they see it and they see, you know, the, with the new guys that have come in and, and, and our team that we have, so it's exciting. It's an exciting time. You move over to the defensive side, and you've got somebody over there that I feel like is just as important. And Seth, you know, you, you middle linebacker right there, a signal caller, if you will, of the defense, a, a local guy, making County product. And I say this all the time, and when I'm up there in the booth on ESPN Plus and talking about him, the kid was a quarterback in high school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to have somebody with the quality of, of – um, just the intangibles that Seth Carlisle has is is really special, and uh, Seth got a little bit banged up towards the end of spring, but you know the summer has allowed him to heal up, and and he's on the mend, and he's he's starting to get some reps. But the great thing about the defensive side, and and we had twenty seven come in uh, June twenty seventh. Um, we, we've got five new faces in our room, and for somebody like Seth Carlisle, that that helps him. Um, not not only as far as you know, kind of reinvigorating his passion, you know, and, and having a, a platform with some new guys as far as leading and and helping them out, but it helps with competition as well. And competition does make a difference in, in practice in in our setting. And so I, I think it's been great on both sides of the football to speak to Jeremiah Oatsvall, who he has no reason to to interact and speak to the linebacker coach, but. You know, the very first day he stepped on our campus, I had the first office in East Stadium, and he came in, and I had one of the best conversations with him um, that uh, of anybody that we've had on the team. And then to watch him on the field, you know, just passing by and seeing him coach our returning players, you knew that there was something about this guy. And, and that's the way it's been since June 27th. Our older guys have embraced our younger guys. Our younger guys are competitors. Um, and it's just uh, – it's made for a fun-type atmosphere. Now, obviously, we've got a lot of work to do, and we understand that, but it's fun to go to the field with these guys in OTAs. We've got it tomorrow morning, and we look forward to that. And not only is it Jeremiah Oswald, but it's Seth Carlisle, and he's teaching the, the new guys what to do in our linebacker room. And there's, you know, young guys that are eager – you know, to get themselves on the field. And for the first time, you know, in, in some spots, uh, especially in, in the linebacker room, we've got some guys who are going to push uh, – young guys going to push older guys. So it's been a lot of fun. Well, that, that's exactly what you want. And, you, you know, you mentioned the, the last two years of some pretty good recruits coming here to Tennessee Tech. And I'll, I'll throw on top of that the first two years you guys got here. It was a tough situation when you walked into this place. And, and, uh, and you've added to that. And th- this really – Beyond COVID, you know, these are the first recruits that have been under you guys for the full four years, you know, that are going to be on the football field for Tennessee Tech. So that's going to be exciting. Yeah, to see. You know, the thing about the COVID deal that got us, Sam, was you don't get a chance for your team to jail 
you know, like they need yeah. to because you're – I mean, we were meeting at – defense was meeting over here and they were spread out. We were spread out. So you our kids really didn't get to know each other like you would normally. You know, we're spread out on the buses. We're taking, you know, four different buses. And so this is this has really been fun that we're back off of that crap. I mean, it was, bad, you know, terrible to have to do that. We're talking to legends of the Tennessee Tech football game, Bruce Hatfield and Burt Brown. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. Again, I've got Bruce Hatfield and Burt Brown in the hot seat today. Talking a little bit about uh, summer and how it's going as we went into the break. We're coming back, and we're going to talk a, a little bit about uh, uh, alumni, which both of you, all three of us are. You know, And I'm lucky enough to live here in Cookville and uh, actually been the chairman of the alumni weekend the last – this is five years. I can't believe it seems like it's gone very fast, but – have a great committee together for that alumni reunion weekend. It's going to be a big one this weekend. But first, uh, as we build that up, uh, let's just talk about alumni in general. How important is it to the program? And I know the answer to this, but I want the folks on the other end listening to this to hear it from you guys. How important is involvement of, of alumni in the football program or any football program? How important is that to the program? I, I think it's critical. Sam, to answer your question, I think your current players and your former players are the key to to a, a program and a culture um, that you would want. I know Coach Alexander believes in that strongly. He is a, an alumnus just like we are, and so it matters a little bit more to us, and it's personal. And so I, we think it's key, and and I hope that 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 you've seen, you know. The, this staff work very hard on getting people back. And that's why we're looking so forward to this weekend. We think it's going to be one of the best we've ever had. But it, it's it's very important. Yeah, I mean, that's just echo what Bruce says there. I mean, it's a – you know, and we got a lot of alumni out there coaching. And so we've, we've gotten some players that, you know, guys say, hey, this kid can play, T- check him out. You know, I mean, uh, but our alumni – getting those guys back and I you know I was always the kid growing up that shamed people into pickup games you know basketball <laughs> whatever it was football and I would always call and say hey we've got nine guys we need one more and we can make a pickup basketball <laughs> you know and we might only have six so I've you know I know Bruce has written guys he's called guys I have the same and just getting guys back and I know once they come back they want to come back again and uh i know uh, billy shackford and shane queen they're good friends of mine they can't make it back this weekend they mm. both have high school daughters that are playing travel softball wow uh so they'll be doing that thing with their family 
but uh, I know that uh, you know we got a lot of guys out there that this is a big deal. This weekend is a big deal, and uh, you know Mike Ledford started this back when I was in school, when we were both in school, and I think there was twenty people came to the first one. It was kind of just a hey, come play golf Saturday, and and it's turned into something huge, and and it 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 was it was what. He wanted it to be. He wanted to be all the old heads to be able to come back and see each other and reminisce. And it's, it's kind of funny because you see these guys that are seventy five years old acting like they're twenty again, giving each other a hard time, like they're still in college. It's it's a it's a great weekend. Yeah, let's let's tee this thing up for everybody. You know, some people out there that are driving along right now probably don't even know what we're talking about. So, you know, basically what started almost thirty two years ago, uh, Mike Ledford was a running back coach here and. And had an idea, you know that. Uh, well, he played here. Yeah, he played. He's he was my quarterback uh, coach. Yeah, and and Mike, you know, and Coach Raglan was here at the time. And Coach, you know, Raglan came from a standpoint of, of being an event guy anyway. Yeah, you know, he was a semi-athletic director in some of the programs that he was with before he got back to Tennessee Tech and took over as the head coach. And you know, a lot of people don't know uh, the what we know of as the golden eagle scramble now that that's uh, played every year uh, was a jim raglan uh, idea yeah. and he is the one that started that yeah. tournament for the entire program from his role before he took over as head football coach yeah. here at tennessee tech so you know getting getting that together uh, gave the alumni Bert, the opportunity to come back together every year and you just said it a minute ago with shane queen and and shack you know uh, you, you're with your family in the summer, and, and both of them are football coaches in high school. Yeah, yeah, so it's doubly uh, hard for those guys to get back at a certain date yeah. um, in the summer. So you may have uh, a different group of guys yeah. come in one year that, that maybe some of them weren't here from the previous year, yep. and then you've got your guys that come in just about every year yeah. You know that are close enough and can travel. Well, it's and, hard for the high school football coaches yeah. just because the, they're getting ready to embark on a season where they're not going to see their family anyway. And so they're trying to spend quality time here at the end of the summer with them. But uh, so yeah, it's but it is a it's an awesome. But amazing, we still have a good number of those guys yeah. that every year, every other yep. year, every three yeah. years are yeah, able to is. get back and and uh, reminisce with with all those guys. So numbers wise, we're talking about uh, two hundred golfers that'll come out and play in in the tournament as golfers, but. We've grown it to more than just a golf tournament th- yeah. this weekend. It's, we call it the reunion weekend now because we've got a lot of folks that come in that don't even play golf or don't want to play golf. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to be out there in 95-degree weather hitting right. the ball around. So they just come to the pool and hang out, uh, take it, a, a advantage of the festivities all weekend and, and are part of the, the total weekend. Thoughts yeah. on that? Well, to, to Bert's point, um, you know, I, I was a high school coach for – for 28 years and uh, I, I never came back because I just felt like I didn't have the time and if I did have the time I wanted to be with my family and so that was the special thing about Bert coming back is that we started getting guys you know to come say hey just come hang out with us so whether I'm coaching at Tennessee Tech or not I'll never miss uh, another golf tournament uh, I can assure you that I'll be at every one it is that much fun yeah. to see these guys again and uh, from all years whether you were a freshman and these guys were juniors or seniors or vice versa and so that's what is is such a neat thing and to take it even further like Thomas Squires coming in has got a son on the team you know it's not only going to be fun, but it's special. You want to win yeah. for those guys. Mm-hmm. You want you want Devin's experience 
to be the very best that it can be and see a smile on Thomas Squire's face. You want to talk about somebody jacked up when his son picked up that fumble when well, Jack yeah. got it and he scored against Virginia Lynchburg. I mean, you couldn't even – I mean, he was going crazy. So that's what makes it so much yeah. fun is telling the old stories. And, and I won't. I really won't miss one again, whether I'm in retirement, wherever I am, I'll be back. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you real quick. Jerome Perkins, who we played with, he's coming back again. He came back last year. You know, I talked to him. I said, man, come up. And then, you know, he's an engineer, uh, graduate with an engineer degree, very successful in Murfreesboro. Um, uh, Mario Thomas is a, is a big-time dentist in, in Memphis. Uh, he's coming back. He came back last year. It was a great time. But, you know, I'll share a story with you. I'm driving Metrius Fleming on a golf cart. I'm taking him out to a hole, and we're driving through the parking lot. Of the of out there at the at the club, and he goes, man, there's some nice cars out here. And I said, that's tech football players, man. I said, it's successful people. You come here play football, you're going to get a degree, and when you get a degree from Tennessee Tech, it's a big deal. I mean, this is a great university, and that's what I told me. I said, you know, you you know, these guys are all these guys are successful. You come play football here, you get a degree, you're going to be successful. And uh, it it was pretty pretty funny for me to hear that coming from a from a kid you know he's a college yeah. kid but because uh, i didn't even think of that stuff you know of, of course not and and you know uh, you guys have got them the players especially the older heads uh, involved with the tournament i know uh, last couple of years pre-covid and all of that they've been able to come back out and take part of it so not only are they playing here and getting the benefits of being a player getting an education at tennessee tech but they actually get to see this in process yeah which, I mean, we were around a little bit, but not yeah. as involved in what was going on in the alumni weekend. It's it's turned into a big thing. Well, we'll all have 300-plus here this weekend. Yeah. You know? We'll have a bunch of players out there helping us with yeah. ice and stuff like that and taking out trash. And well, they're involved in the football toss. They're yeah. out there, yeah. you know, taking yeah. part in it and actually yeah. working, and players love to see that. Yeah. So, uh, again, we got Bruce Hatfield, Burt Brown in the house. We're going to take another quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks, again with uh, Bruce Hatfield, Burt Brown, Tennessee Tech football legends in the house today. <laughs> I love doing that to you guys. Um, alumni weekend coming up. A lot of folks going to be in town. Talk about some of the changes that, that are going on in the event this weekend. We uh, The event was actually getting so big, guys. You know, we were trying to do the Friday night to uh, – Tony Stone Barbecue, which is incredible uh, itself. The food there is phenomenal. We we want to thank everybody involved with that for sponsoring that and you know being a part of that. That I tell you what, that's one of my favorite nights of the year. Yeah. I look forward to it in the summer, just getting a taste of that barbecue every year. But uh, it was getting so big, you know, we were trying to plug speakers up and spreading everybody out over at the golf course. And Matt Manzaro does such a great job of entertaining us over there and making us feel welcome. Um, But it was getting to a point where, you know, they weren't hearing the message. We were having to spread out all over the place because you got 200 and more plus folks there on a Friday night. So we decided to make the move, you know, post-COVID over to the Leslie Town Center. Um, you know, we have the social events uh, on Friday night that are on the west side. A couple of our sponsors in uh, Seven Senses 
and 37 seater real good to us in this tournament and uh you know we go patronize those businesses on, on that night and get the fellowship with all the folks spread them out over the west side a lot of business over there benefit from that um, we just felt like it was going to be a good move to get everybody in the same room yeah. with some good presentation media, you know, that we can talk to them all at one time and they can feel more a part of the night at that Stony, Tony Stone barbecue. I think that uh, absolutely, Sam. We couldn't be more excited about that change in venue. And I think, you know, we, we hope to have as many as 300 people uh, in that room, but to have everybody in one room, you know, mm-hmm. to your point and, and have everybody's attention, uh, it should be a lot of fun. And it's fun just kind of sitting back for us. You know, if we're not talking, but we can see these guys interacting and yeah. telling those stories. And then they can see, you know, the stadium and the op center and all of that kind of stuff we throw up and everybody can be there and have a captive audience. So we're really excited about that. And it's right in the heart of downtown. So uh, it, it should be a fun night on Friday. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you got all kinds of guys coming back. And, you know, I, I talked to Mo Drain and, and, uh, when we get him and Alonzo uh, Hamilton back and, and uh, you know, like I said, Jerome Perkins, Mario Thomas. I mean, it, you know, it's so fun to see those guys come back and, and uh, to sit around. I mean, like like me and Bruce have called and written so many. Mm-hmm. He's ri- he, he does a great job writing people. He does. I call and shame people about making them, you know, you got to come back. And, and, uh, and so it's fun for me and him to be able to look, sit back and see all the guys that we connected with and that Coach Alexander's connected with and got back and to see the fun that they have. And then they go, man, thanks. I mean, this is great. I mean, they love it. You know, Shane and Billy, Shane Queen and Billy Shacker both loved it. They, two years ago, they came and had a blast, but you know, I, you know, this is their, their little girls, you know, yeah, this is sure. their ba- both of them, this is their babies and they're going to be done with high school in a couple of years. So they want to see everything they can. And then those guys will be regulars every, every year. Well, but, Bruce touched on it, you know, 28 years, you know, he's coaching football, Yeah, you know, and, and you, you don't know what you don't know. Oh. And, and you absolutely needed to be where you needed to be. And you said it, if you're, if you're not out there on the football field and you're a head coach in high school in Tennessee, then you got a day you, that you can spend with your family. Yeah, that's what you're going to do. But so, how do you how do you let the guys know? Hey, I I was I was in the same boat, but, the same but, mentality. Yeah. But well, and and that's where you know communicating with Bert and and Coach Alexander and and touching bases with with guys who we played with and knew. You know, we can tell them, hey, I was exactly like you were, okay? We had a lot going on. And uh, with two girls, myself, you know, we we would always – it came during the dead period for the high school summer for high school coaches. And so, you know, if you weren't uh, in the weight room or cutting grass or weed eating, um, you you were with your family and you would take off on vacation during that dead period. So that's why I always missed it. But, you know, like Bert said, if you come one time – then we got you, mm-hmm. meaning you're going to have such a great time that you're not going to want to miss. And mm-hmm. we've had some guys come and we haven't seen in years, and I mean literally 30 years, like like Craig Allen. He's coming again. The first time was last year, and I had not seen that guy since mm-hmm. 1983. Yeah. 
That's crazy. It, it was. Yeah. It was. But he said, had a I blast. Thank, yeah, thank you so much for getting me to come back. Or Tony Constantine. Yeah. I could go on and on and on. We got Mike Finley, Jimmy Ritten, Alan Lawrence, Billy Stover, you know, Jeff Daughtry. Um, <laughs> it, he calls. We, we probably talk. Uh, at least once or twice a month. You know, he's yeah. a second leading tackler behind Jim Youngbud in, in, in school history. And so, the, and Kelly Averett, here's a great story about Kelly Averett. He never really came around a whole lot. He lived right here with you, Sam. Yeah. And now he texted me yesterday, hey, uh, where's the schedule for the week? And it's the same schedule that Bert and I have. And so I, I laughed and I told my wife, I said, that is awesome. Yeah. That, and then he'll be at OTAs in yeah. the morning. So that's what we're talking about. Mike and Brown came to OTAs the other day. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just it's, it's, uh, I, I mean, we all know cause we've, we've been going and like Bruce said, uh, we've talked about it. He was like, man, I wish I would have realized then, you know, cause you can set a day aside. You really can. I mean, I don't care what you're doing. You can say, okay, I'm going to come on Friday night and and then, you know, do the things on Saturday. And you go home Saturday night if you want to, you know. But you really have to do this. And that's what I tell the guys all the time. I go, man, you know, we're not getting any younger. And, and uh, you know, life is, life is precious and you never know. So you, you really – once you get there and you get to catch up with old friends, I, I, I promise you, and we all, we all know this, but just speaking to people that don't, you, you, go, you walk around and it's like you go to the 70s group, the 80s group, the 90s, the 60s, and it's like they're still in college. You know, it's so funny sure. to listen to these grown men talk to each other. What what I've noticed too is uh, we're talking with Bruce Hatfield and Burt Brown, Tennessee Tech football today. What I've noticed too is you know once you get to a point, you know I'm I'm 54 years old now. My kids are about grown. Hallie's 16. You get to a point to where it becomes easier to get to these events. Mm-hmm. You know you can set aside a day in July, and you know to your point, we we were hearing that from our coaches, Bruce, about it being at the end of the dead week. And, you know, so we made a change about four years ago, taking it out of that dead week, moved it a week later. And, man, that's that's given some folks the ability to make it easier. It moved a week later than it was last year. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's become, you know, the the schedule. And and people want – to to know like uh, Woody Cranford, you know he he's probably not going to be. But I talk to him once a day, uh, if not more. <laughs> if I picked up my phone, I'd talk to him more than once a day. But he wants to know in January and February, hey, when or when are we having the tournament? When when is the reunion? So a lot of these guys are are marking it mm-hmm. on their calendar, and that's the way we we want it to stay uh, for sure. Yeah. That's what we got to have. And you you mentioned Kelly Averett, and you just got to give a shout out to, you know, Kelly Averett is on the, the committee now. Um, Dwayne Alexander, Christy Phillips have put a lot of time and effort into that committee. We meet once every two weeks, gosh, uh, about three months ago that started. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, uh, Danny Crooks, Danny Brooks, Wayne Cravens, uh, Wayne Anderson, you know, uh, those are all guys that attend yeah. those meetings yeah. every other week you know, to help build this thing up. It's not something that that you can uh, just say, okay, we're going to meet on this date and, and it just <laughs> yeah. happened. There's a lot of planning. Got, got to give a lot of credit to Christy Phillips on the work that has to be done to, to get this information out to the players ac- across the country that show up for this thing. And, you know, the great names, uh, Youngblood and, 
you know, Lois Grooms and, you know, at different times. You used to have George Rogers, the Heisman Trophy yeah, winner, he come, and he brought his Heisman Trophy every, every time. Yeah. And he's not been able to make it a couple of years. But it's just a fun weekend. And then, we, you know, like I said, we get out on the west side and get to socialize with some folks in Cookville who are out that night and or come for the event and to be a part of it. So it just turns out to be just a great weekend yeah. for everybody involved. And, and Youngblood, from what I understand, Jim Youngblood will be here. Mike Hannigan's going to come with Taylor and his boys. So there'll be uh, a lot of really, really good football players and, and champions. And here's another thing that people don't realize how important it is to us. is like I want Sam Brooks to talk to Demetrius Fleming all right, or Jalal Dean, or I want Jim Youngblood to talk to Seth Carlisle. And I could go on and on and on and let those guys know yeah. what you do every day matters to us. And and, yeah. and that helps those guys. And of course they always want to hear stories. You know, but hey, what was Coach Brown like or, you know, they'd always <laughs> want a little bit of that. But it's it's just as critical that, you know, our alumni say, Hey, we, we expect you to be a champion, just like your coaches do. And that's why we you know, we come to this thing every year. Yeah. You know, this, this thing in the last five years is uh, since I've been uh, a part of it is and it's because of, you know, you guys and what you guys have put into it. Uh, the work is done by the coaching staff the day of. There's a lot of ice that needs to be moved, a lot of food that has to be, you know, the golf course has to be set up, you know, for the tournament so the players can come out and enjoy it. And uh, just wanted to say thank you to you guys and your staff for the work that goes in the day of, the weekend of. And, and uh, and then all year long, you know, making calls on the telephone, uh, making people aware that this thing is going on. Because, you know, the bottom line to all of this is raising funds for the football program. And there's a lot of things that are going on right now with Tennessee Tech football. And we won't go into it right now because I've had other shows devoted to it. But, you know, the new the new stadium that, you know, is down the line a little bit. We can start to see that come mm-hmm. into focus a little bit when, when that's done. And then the football operations center, which uh, a lot of people have, uh, you know, got pretty deep into their pockets to try and support that because that's a pretty big venture for the program and and really for our community and what Mm -hmm. it's going to mean to our community. So thank you guys for all that you do. I know you're busy, and this was a a last-minute thing. So I I appreciate you for getting over here at 2 p.m. and uh, joining the show today and talking about the alumni reunion weekend. Can't wait for this weekend. It's going to take place and just can't wait to – Take part again in it, and, and thank you guys for all that you do. Sam, thanks for yeah, having us. Thanks. Been, been thanks. Fun. Yep. Have a good day.